You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. All right, good morning, good day. Hello, America and the world. However you get this show, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for being a part. I'm Pastor Brian. I'm one of the staff pastors here at East Coast Christian Center, and I get to sit in uh, and lead the way here with a co-host, uh, my friend, one of my greatest friends in ministry that's uh, that's just been serving faithfully for a really long time, um, has told me some hard things when I needed to hear some hard things, told me some incredible, encouraging things. The Encourager, Bob Nunn. How you doing, Bob? Fantastic. Man, thanks for being here with us. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. And I also have our uh, studio extraordinaire over here, Nick. How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. Awesome, man. Thanks for being here. We are in Proverbs chapter 19 today, Wednesday, March the 3rd. Hello, March. How about that? It is hard to believe that we're in March already, and uh, it's amazing how fast months just fly by. But you know what? Before you know it, it'll be Easter, and after that, Christmas is coming like a freight train. It's going to be Christmas time before long again, and uh, man, it's hard to believe. But thank you for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this podcast, this radio show. However you're getting this today, thanks for tuning in. We are a ministry of East Coast Christian Center, and so we would love for you to get connected to the show. The way the show works is that we read a chapter of the Word before we come to the studio, we uh, read it again on the air, and uh, we just, whatever God breathes on, we're going to share with you. And so we're thankful that God breathes on His Word, that it is His Word, it is Him uh, coming alive through His Word, and we get to be a part of this process with you. And so whether you're getting this on the app, the East Coast app, we'd love for you to connect to that. If you haven't um, got to the show that way, our East Coast app is available on all the app places you get apps today, Google stores and Apple stores and that sort of thing. Or you can go to our website, eccc.us, for information. There is a list of chapters of where we're headed. You can look at past sermons. You can look at all sorts of things to connect back here to East Coast Christian Center. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram, YouTube. Lots of ways. Most important, we want you to get in the Word of God on a regular basis. We do this daily. You can call a church office if you'd like to do that, 321-452-1060. Let them know that you would like the, the guide for Morning Breath, and we will get you the chapters. We'll mail it to you. We'll email it. We want you to get on board with reading the Word of God on a regular basis because it will and has and continues to change lives, and so we'd love for it to be a part of that process in your life as well. One real quick announcement about East Coast here is that we have weekend services, of course. We have them in a variety of locations, whether that's Vieira, whether that's Coco, whether that's Merritt Island. Uh, we've got two campuses here in Merritt Island, and uh, we're excited to do church. And so if you're looking for a church home, we'd love to be that for you. If you're looking to come back to a service because you've been away for a bit, Come on back. We do have an online campus as well if you're at home and uh, distancing. We, we want to connect with you that way. But we do have a night of worship coming up, and we worship um, March the 10th, which is a week from today. There will be a night of worship here on our Merritt Island campus, two services, a 6 o'clock and a 7.30. There are tickets available so that we keep the uh, numbers uh, at a number that is distanced in our sanctuary and space for you there. So come be a part of that. Let's worship Jesus together. Bob, what are we going to do? We're going to get into the Word together? Oh, yeah. What uh, what, what version are you reading from? I'm going to read from the Message. The Message Translation, Eugene Peterson. Yes, sir. Why All don't right. you kick me off here? Well, hold on. I'm going to be in the New American Standard, and we got to break it up. How far are you going to read along there? How, about, gonna, if I, it's 29, 29. How yeah. about if I do 14, you do the rest? All right. You got the first 14. I'll yep. hop in at 15. Uh, Proverbs <laughs> 19, I say unto you, Bob Nunn, read, sir. Better to be poor and honest than a rich person that no one can trust. Ignorant zeal is worthless. Haste makes waste. People ruin their lives by their own stupidity, so why does God always get blamed? Wealth attracts friends as honey draws flies, but poor people are avoided like the plague. Perjury won't go unpunished. Would you let a liar go free? Lots of people flock around a generous person. Everyone's a friend to the philanthropist. 
When you're down on your luck, even your family avoids you. Yes, even your best friends wish you'd get lost. If they see you coming, they look the other way, out of sight, out of mind. Grow a wise heart, you'll do yourself a favor. Keep a clear head and you'll find good life. The person who tells lies get caught. The person who spreads rumors is ruined. Blockheads shouldn't live on easy street any more than workers should give orders to their boss. Smart people know how to hold their tongue. Their grandeur is to forgive and forget. Mean-tempered leaders are like mad dogs. The good-natured are like fresh morning dew. A, patient, a parent is warned by a frazzled, to a frazzled by a stupid child. A nagging spouse is like a leaky faucet. House and land are handed down from parents, but a congenial spouse comes straight from God. All right, verse 15. Laziness casts into a deep sleep, and an idle man will suffer hunger. He who keeps the commandment keeps his soul, but he who is careless of conduct will die. One who is gracious to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will repay him for his good deed. Discipline your son while there is hope, and do not desire his death. A man of great anger will bear the penalty, but if, uh, for if you rescue him, you will only have to do it again. Listen to counsel and accept discipline, that you may be wise the rest of your days. Many plans, many plans are in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. What is desirable in a man is his kindness, and it is better to be a poor man than a liar. The fear of the Lord leads to life, so that the one so that one may sleep satisfied, untouched by evil. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish, but will not even bring it back to his mouth. Strike a scoffer, and the naive may become shrewd. But reprove one who has understanding, and he will gain knowledge. He who assaults his father and drives his mother away is a shameful and disgraceful son. Cease listening, my son, to discipline, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. A rascally a rascally witness makes a mockery of justice, and the mouth of the wicked spreads iniquity. Judgments are prepared for scoffers and blows for the backs of fools. Amen. Amen. You know, I... Uh, We've been in Proverbs uh, for a bit here, and uh, you know one of the things that I like about Proverbs is uh, the practical side of Proverbs. You know, like these are not just like, hey, there's words on a page somewhere, and these are actually you know guides to living, right? And so, if we could actually heed the advice that the Scripture has given us in so many areas, in this chapter, in 25 verses, there are 29 verses. There is so much richness of just how to go about just the the practical side of living life from a biblical perspective, you know, and in a in an era that we live, if there is ever a perspective, there's ever a time to live from the, you know, the 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 foundations of scripture and say, you know what, it's time to get back to the basics of what God says in his word and how are we going to do this? Now, if you just take one verse here and you say, okay, this is going to be my life verse and I'm just going to do this only and you lose the context or you lose the, you know, what the how that fits into all of Scripture. I think you could get into some dangerous places. You need to be careful with that. But there are some incredible things in this chapter that are just kind of whole chunks, if you will, like big rocks in, in our Christian faith. And, you know, from from discipline, being a being a, a part, to acquiring knowledge, to be a lifelong learner, you know, to gaining wisdom and who you're hanging around. And, I mean, there's so many things that are just big rock concepts that uh, – that are incredible if we'll just go, let me let me get a hold of this stuff and actually try to live some of these things out. And as a mature believer, there is still place in here for us to go, okay, I need I need to get that back into me. I I've been I've been strained from that a little bit, you know, or hey, you know what, I, I need to be careful because I can be moved in a direction quickly. And how much does our culture wear on us and actually move us versus the word of God moving us today? And so um, there's a few things that stuck out to me in here, but I want to kick it over to you first, Bob. I want to give you an opportunity to share, you know, what stuck out to you? Well, the reason why I went into the message is because I I was attracted to the heading. Yeah. 
And I thought the heading was holy. It said, if you quit listening. Yeah. And so I feel like uh, I've always thought that uh, wisdom, it, uh, the, to get wisdom, it needs to be knowledge applied. Yeah. So there, I, I went through and I looked at all the bad stuff and I circled it and there was 10 things. And then I, I went and I triangled all the good things and there was nine things. Huh. And so I was thinking that there is fundamentals. I'm a coach. You're a coach, yeah. and we teach fundamentals. And when and when things get stressed, you always go back to the fundamentals. When That's you good. want to correct mistakes, you go back to the fundamentals. Like verse twenty, listen to counsel and receive instruction. Verse sixteen, he who keeps commandments keeps his soul. Uh, he who gets wisdom loves his own soul. These are things that are really important. And I'm just I was instantly reminded of three foundational scriptures for me, and that we could springboard through if you like. If you could look at this chapter through these things, Joshua 1, eight, it says, do not let the book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, and you'll, and you'll, have, you'll, you'll have success and be prosperous. Romans chapter t- 12, verse 2, do not be transformed in a pattern of this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it's super important that we take these things and we try to make them applicable to everyday life. The last one is 2 Corinthians 10.9. So when we do Joshua 1.8 over and over again, and these become fundamentals. And why I teach to my kids fundamentals in my sport is that in the heat of the battle, they do it automatic. It's automatic things. When pressure happens, we don't have to think about it. I don't have to think about tithing. It's automatic. I don't have to think about forgiving people. It's automatic. When, When God is speaking to me, I've learned long enough in my 33 years of being a Christian when the Holy Spirit no matter what it looks like, if I feel the peace of God, I am going to be activated according to Colossians 3.15. Let the peace of God rule my heart. Because my emotions, based on the amount of carbohydrates, protein, or rest I get, I can be crazy either way. So 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, casting down all arguments and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. It's almost like a pattern, like a, a lady that would pattern, make a dress or like a building. You have a pattern of how you're supposed to live. These things are a pattern of how you live. And when it doesn't line up, it says take captive of those and, and exalt and get rid of them. Good. And so that's what I was thinking about this. And I was thinking that these are just some fundamentals that we should do and some things that we should avoid. That's good. You know, so I, I've said it, I've said it similar to that. I, I think it's a, it's a filter. It's a, maybe a filtration system for our life. And so I actually, I see you drinking out of a, a bottle over there with an interesting looking straw down the center of it. Beets, man. Beets. That's exciting. You're drinking beet juice. But what, what can happen, I think, is uh, we don't, we don't filter what we're taking in through the right lens. And if you don't, if you're not careful, you're going to end up with some stuff that you don't want in your life. And this, actually, the book of Proverbs is something that we can use as a filter, as a filtration system for what we're taking in and going, okay, how does that line up with Scripture? And so an example of this in my own life is verse 8. It says this. It says, He who gets wisdom loves his own soul, but he who keeps understanding will find good. And so in my life, the practical how that verse would walk out or would work out in my own life is, I've been hungry for wisdom. I'm 44 years old now, and when I was 30 years old, 14 years ago, when I came on staff here at East Coast, I was hungry to learn. I'm still hungry to learn 14 years later. I want to be somebody who gains wisdom. I want wisdom beyond my years. If I'm going to lead in an environment where there are generations represented, that I'm not only ministering to a 12-year-old, but I'm ministering to a 
65-year-old or a 52-year-old that's in a marriage situation or a 40-year-old that's in a, you know, in a some sort of addictive situation. If there's all sorts of places that I'm going to be need to be used by God. I want to prepare for those things. Well, how do I prepare? I prepare with the Word of God, but I also get around people that are wiser than me, people that have experienced things in life from a biblical perspective and say, you know what, I'm going to be hungry for understanding. It says, he who keeps understanding will find good. I want to find good because I find understanding, not because I I, I ran into something and got lucky, quote unquote, whatever that means, right? I want to be intentional about getting around people who understand more than I understand about situations. And so if that is in a parenting situation, if I want to if I want to grow up and go, hey, you know what? I want to be a better parent. You know what I need? I need counsel. Verse 20 says, listen to counsel and accept discipline that you may be wise the rest of your days. So what do I do? I come around people who are great parents. If I want to be a better dad, guess what? I'm going to spend time with better dads or other dads that I could acquire some knowledge, some some little nugget. I, I mean, it doesn't have to be this profound like, thus saith the Lord every time. It is just a simple, wow, I ought to, I ought to get that. There have been ministries, there have been uh, people that are that are leading other things, that are leading businesses. I actually lead a, a portion of this church that has got this financial piece. I, I carry some of the financial responsibility for this church as, my, as part of my job here. And so I want to be wise financially. I want to grow and look at other people who are leading ministries financially so that I could do a better job of that. And not just to run into something, but to actually acquire Man, they've walked through some stuff. I want to actually avoid that if I can avoid it. If it's a negative or if it's a if it's a, a value thing, I want to be able to walk through that, you know, in in my heart and in my mind before we actually get there. You know, and you know so, what I, you know what I was thinking about is that w- the beauty of our church and what was uh, noteworthy is that pastor wanted to pass the baton, so he went to someone who did that. Yeah, it's good. Exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And they didn't rush doing it. They did it for three years. They got counsel. They sought wisdom. You know, it was really, really good. And that's exactly what it. And I was thinking about uh, 27. Yeah. Is that what happens to people when they mess up? Cease listening to instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. Yeah. Because wisdom is knowledge applied. So if somebody says, no, uh, you know, God told me to do this or something, and, you know, uh, uh, I I'm stop coming to church and stop. When you stop letting people look into your life, it it's a train wreck waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. Because it's good because if I'm deceived, the whole part of deception is that I'm deceived. I don't know I'm deceived. Yeah. And it's good to have a friend that I can go to or we can go to and they can say, hey, you're being a knucklehead. Stop yeah. it. Yeah, it's good. You know, when I've when I've stopped listening to those kinds of things in my own life, I've made some. I've 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 certainly made some mistakes. Always, I've I've veered in a direction, and I've told the story several times o- over the years. But you know, I was in a place here, even at East Coast, where I felt like you know what, I'm not sure. This is 17 years, 16 years ago, somewhere back there, a long time ago, where. I was in a place of going, I don't know, I don't know where, where I'm supposed to be. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. I don't know. I got all these passions and I want to do all these great things. And I just don't know if I can do it anymore. And, you know, I was frustrated and, you know, actually carrying some hurt and, you know, just broken in some areas of my own little life. And here my wife and I are having dinner with Bob and his wife, Cindy. And, you know, we have dinner and, hey, let's go hang out. We go for a walk on, a be- on the beach together and just kind of hang out, just talk and doing life. Bob is somebody in my life, if you don't know Bob Nunn here who's sitting across from me, somebody in my life who has access to speak into my life 
And here we are 15, 16, 17 years ago. He spoke into my life to go, you know, you need to knock it off. Just be faithful, right? And you basically said, hey, just stay the course. Let God work these things out, yep. you know? And in doing that, here we are 17 years later, sitting across the table, sharing the word of God to a community that we have been faithful together in, in serving in a local house called East Coast Christian Center. You know, there's there's things that happen in a local church, and I would just encourage, if you're not a part of a local church somewhere, you really need to be. You know, the, the value that comes from a local church and being alongside other believers that can encourage you, that can, as Scripture says, that Iron sharpens iron, so one man's countenance another. I think it's Proverbs 11, 11. We need to actually be in a place where we actually are able to be sharpened and be corrected when we need correction. You know, one of the things that's lacking in our in our culture today is people don't really want to get corrected. Like, correction's like, oh, I don't know about that. doesn't feel good. But you know what? Discipline and actually, you know, verse 27, you shared it. It says, cease listening, my son, to discipline and you will stray from the words of knowledge. You know, we need somebody who loves us, Pastor Dan said this years ago, we need somebody who loves us enough to tell us the truth, loves us more than our friendship even to tell us the truth, right? Because when you get the truth from somebody who could look in, we all have blind spots. We have spaces in our life where we need correction. And if we're not open to that, that's probably because you're not around people that actually love you enough to tell you the truth. And that happens or should happen in a local church environment. It's absolutely vital. Uh, one of my big challenges with uh, my sporting uh, my coaching is to try to get kids to realize that I'm just trying to help them and yeah. make them better and put them in better situations. Yeah. And I said, you're going to have to be, allow me to coach you and allow me to tell you what you're doing wrong. I'm not devaluing as a human. Right. Actually, I'm trying to make you better. And once the kids understand that I am 100% all in on them, they they start to accept correction and realize that I'm not there to beat them down, right. but I'm there to help them get better. And so that's what the, I really, that's what the the ministry is. If you look in Ephesians, the, the fivefold ministry is to build up the church yeah. to do the work of the ministry because who really, te- who really reaches the world? Yeah. It's the body, man. Well. And so the role of the pastors is to train them up. And so we have to be able to, to handle correction, discipline, disciples is discipline. Yeah. And so these things to me are vital. It's that the, all of these are so vital. I mean, I love the one you said, really, I think I, I just hone in on it. It says, he who gets wisdom loves his own soul and he who keeps understanding will find good and listen to counsel and receive instruction. Uh, the other one I, I think is verse 16, he who keeps the commandment keeps yeah. his soul. And there's only really one commandment and this is what hinders people. It's um, love the Lord. Jesus said in in uh, verse in uh, John fifteen, it says, "I'm going to love people the way you love me, Lord." And maybe we just don't realize how much God loves us, and uh, and we now start loving people. It's a decision. It's not a feeling. It's not based on feelings. It's based on a commitment. Kindness is people aren't born kind. People are dis- decide to be kind. People aren't patient. People to decide to be patient. And so our deci- we need to make a decision to speak into people's life and, and really take them to the place where they can be fully actualized to be all that God's wanting them to be. Yeah, you know, many times the uh, the reason we don't like correction is because somebody has uh, maybe abused that place exactly. in their life, you know, is, has been firm or has been, you know, abusive, quote unquote, you know, and what that looks like and the hurt that we're carrying many times um, is is part of the problem from receiving what the next thing is that God wants to do. And so I would just encourage you, you know, those, those hurts that you carry um, because of, you know, poor correction that's been done, 
you know, I don't give up on burgers because I had a bad one at a restaurant somewhere. Come on, preach you know, it, I still eat some burgers. I still like some burgers, you know. Um, and so I would just encourage you, you know, be willing be willing to get the hurt dealt with so you can receive again and, and the discipline that God wants to do in, in growing you. And, you know, discipline isn't always a bad thing. Like we think of discipline as like correction, like you did something wrong, you know. And so you, you got to get punished for something. I think discipline many times is just course correction, and it actually produces life if, if we would really understand it. We get to actually move back in a direction. I need help with those things. When I get off, I need somebody to come alongside and go, hey, there's a better way over here. And just point out the better way rather than always telling me all the things that are wrong with me, you know. And so in doing the let's get over here, you're going to recognize, hey, there's a better place to live. And um, that's that's one of the things that we get to do um, in ministry alongside people is show them that there's a better way. You know, the Bible says that it's the kindness of God or the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. And so let's paint a better picture for people of what is possible and watch people walk into that instead of always going, oh, that's broken, that's broken, being critical all the time. And that that criticism, that that brokenness, because of our own hurt many times, we're finding all the all the broken things everywhere else instead of going, you know what? Out of what we are, the abundance of the goodness of God on the inside of us, let's actually point out good and let's point out some opportunities that people have. God wants to use you. I don't know where you sit today or where you're driving today or how you're getting a hold of this message, but God wants to use you to see others come to Christ, to see others walk into the fullness, like Bob was just saying, the fullness of who God designed them to be. And when when others are walking in the fullness of who God designed them to be, you know what? When you're doing that alongside each other and there's a bunch of people doing that alongside each other, man, we can reach the whole world for Jesus. And that's the goal. The goal is to make disciples of the whole earth. Guess what? We're not making disciples if we're not willing to actually get receive some correction in our life so that we can actually produce something greater. And you know what? There is some pruning. There's some trimming. There's some things in our lives that do need to get pruned and trimmed. However, it's not always pruning and trimming and chopping things down. It's actually let's encourage, let's add nutrients, let's encourage. Did I say encourage? Bob Nunn's the encourager, the guy who's sitting oh, across yeah. from me at the table. He, he'll bring some correction, but you know he's going to bring it in an encouraging way. That I've, I've played a lot of sports. I've spent a lot of time around coaches, and I'm telling you some of the best coaches that I've spent time around on the athletic field or even in ministry are the ones that are going to encourage and build up and show you a picture of something better. But – not that we ever just go, hey, we don't fix, we don't correct. We do have to tweak some things sometimes. But you know what? The encouragement will produce life, and that's what we want. Well, you know, the Bible says that Jesus comes with grace and truth. Yeah, come on. So, you know, we love people as a decision, not a feeling. We love people, but we also speak the truth. And when someone realizes, and this is the beautiful thing about the gospel of Jesus Christ, about he paid every single thing, All of everything that me and you did ever, ever, has been paid for so I can fearlessly look at my weakness. I can come to you and say, hey, Brian, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. And I can come and talk about it. And once I bring it out in the open, yeah. it's no longer hidden. And I can deal with it. And I can ask for forgiveness. I can receive forgiveness. Just like I take those communion elements, I receive the forgiveness of God and I keep receiving the love of God. And then because you can't really give what you don't have. True. I got to first get forgiveness so I can give forgiveness. Then when we start giving people forgiveness, it'll really change the world. Then people will not be afraid to say, hey, man, I'm struggling with this. Hey, I'm struggling with that. Knowing that we're not there to judge them. We're, here, we're there to unlock them and set them True. free just like Jesus did. You know, that's what's one of the things that I, I love about your life, Bob, is that you're willing to do this. It doesn't matter where someone's coming from or where they sit today. You say, you know what, there is treasure in there. We're going to get it out, you know, and that that's something that, Bob, you don't know about Bob, is that Bob leads a ministry here called Celebrate Recovery at East Coast Christian Center. It meets on Monday nights, actually, and it is for people with hurts, hangups, and habits. And so yeah. that's probably a large portion of people um, 
around the world that go, hey, I got a hang up, I got a hurt, I got a habit that I want to see different. And so in that, though, there are people from all walks of life that are struggling with different things. And you say, you know what, I'm going to encourage and I'm going to build yes. up and I'm going to give them help along the way. And I value that. I, I think we as a, as a church value going, you know what, let's see others grow and flourish. And it comes out of having some conversation. And that's what happens in that ministry. And exactly. we love it. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Download the Mezzanine Church app or visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, I would love to just maybe close it out with a... There's a, there's a verse here, verse 17 in, a, in this chapter, Proverbs 19, that's, that's an absolute challenge, to I think, to, to men and women of God. It says this in verse 17, One who is gracious to a poor man lends to the Lord, and he will, that's God, will repay him for his good deed. You know, I... Uh, I've, I've definitely had a lot of conversations uh, with people about helping the needy, right? 
And, uh, you know, we feed literally hundreds of thousands of pounds a year um, to our community here through a food pantry. Bob used to actually oversee the food pantry here at East Coast for a season there. And one of the things that I heard Bob say and that, that we, we believe around here is that we're going to help the greedy to be able to minister to the needy, right? Yeah, and man. so there are people that are going to come and that there are, you know, it's hard to understand where people are at in their lives when we're actually trying to minister, you know, love and um, grace to them. But you know what? It's hard to sort out the poor from the rich and the, and the, and the you know, the needier than not. But you know what? We're going to give as if unto the Lord. And when we do that yeah. well, God's going to be honored. And you know what? That doesn't always mean money. That doesn't mean all the things it could mean. It means just let's love people regardless of what we see about them in that moment and let God do the rest. He will repay you for what the good that you're doing in, in people's lives. God bless you guys. Have an incredible, an incredible day, week, Amen. and be in a church of God's choice this weekend. Peace. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.